Howdy folks and welcome back to Reading Held Hostage. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Josie. I don't really like to read that much. You don't? Mm. No. What? I'm... This is the first time you're hearing this? This is the first time hearing of this. Okay, so I say every episode I think at least twice. That's crazy. Maybe I just don't listen to you. <laughs> Huh. I think we should talk about Stardew Valley. No. How you're playing it with me, and all you do is fish in mine. He doesn't water the plants, ladies and gentlemen, and they them. Fuck those plants. Oh my god. I'll get money from fish, baby. <laughs> um, tell me what happened last time. We read the book. Yeah. And what happened in the book? Hell yeah. Tell me. Two, three, two or three things that happened last time. Um, they went to the bomb shelter because they were bombed. Yeah, I think. And then the kitty cat got some good plays in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. And Peta made a reappearance. Oh yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the kitty cat thing is more important. So that's actually true. Yeah. Um, before we hop into chapter 14 of Mockingjay, I just want to say, if you haven't already left us a five-star review on Spotify, please do. It's just right under the follow button. Um, it means a lot. So, yeah. Do you have anything you want to say before Also, you motherfuckers didn't vote for uh, Maximum Ride. Oh, yeah. Fucking, what's it? Um, Golden Compass Golden won the Compass first round. One. So, we'll be putting out another TikTok to vote for either... Shadow and Bone or Divergent. I think I prefer Shadow and Bone. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Divergent or Shadow and Bone? <sighs> Both of those bored me so much, I yawn. <laughs> Shut up. At least I'll say with Shadow and Bone, they're probably going to finish the series. They didn't finish the Divergent movies. Uh, yeah, Shadow and Bone for me. Okay. So this part of the book is again called The Assault. And we're on chapter 14. Katniss is in District 2 now. Because remember last time she was like, I need to leave. I can't be in this district with Pete the way he is. And like heal or be an efficient Mockingjay. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was really like... Mature. Really mature. I mean, I still think it's a little selfish the second... Too many S's. It's a little selfish because the second she sees Peta in a bad space, she's like, I gotta go. It's a little but, selfish by the seashore. Yeah. But also he did try to kill her. Yeah. So I do understand where she's coming from. And again, she's only 17. But also her being there is going to hurt him more than help him. Yeah. So I think it's, I think overall yeah. it's a good decision. Yeah. So um, District 2 is big. It's got a lot of different little villages scattered across the mountains. And at the center of the district, there's this mountain where all the capital's military and air force is, like, localized, pretty much. They made Cop City? Yeah, they did. Is this in Atlanta, and they just took over Cop City? I wonder where is there, District 2. Are there, there's not hills in Atlanta. Is there not? I don't district think so. District 2. Games. Location. Says the Rocky Mountains. That's not oh, fucking helpful. Cool. There's a lot of Rocky Mountains, as you we've know, learned. From Alaska to Mexico. It does look like District 2 is like right under the capital, kind of in um, what is that? Arizona, Texas area. Right based next on to each map. other so they can kiss. Yeah. So they go, Mwah! 
Oh wait, I don't like that map. Okay, but that's still the same spot. Okay. So there's a mountain. The mountain is nicknamed the nut because Katniss called it a tough nut to crack. <laughs> and the rebels are discouraged and tired from trying to get into this mountain. The main capital group, like um, citizens and people who still support the capital, are in the nut, um, putting up a, a pretty significant force. And Katniss does what she can. She's been there for already about two weeks. She visits the wounded. She tapes her propos. Pretty much anything besides combat, combat, including, like, hunting she does. And she feels a lot freer than she has in a really long time, you know, being above ground. And she's a lot more mentally sane than she has been in a long time. Mm-hmm. And during this free brain time, she can finally recognize what Snow has done to PETA. And she can really appreciate the real PETA, who she misses incredibly much, like incredibly much, a lot, um, even more so than maybe if he had died, yeah. you know, so. It's kind of like you lost your best friend because they have turned into a monster. Yeah. And you're like, they, now they want to kill me. Like, I well, think I'd rather him be dead, yeah. which like I get again, I don't think that's selfish of her to think or want. No. And probably, honestly, PETA would have wanted, like, PETA before the hijacking probably would have preferred to be dead than to be used in this way against her. I mean, probably during the hijacking, probably probably during the whole thing. Yeah, Yeah, probably. Um, In District 13, he's being rehabilitated. Um, He gets really cheery, but. Oh, she gets really cheery, but false updates from Pluchart. Pluchart's like, he's doing great. And then Hamish gets on the phone. He's like, no, he's not. He's no, no, not no, doing no, no, great. No. Um, but then finally, Prim came up with the idea of hijacking him back. So using the Tracker Jacker Venom, basically just confusing him even more. <laughs> we're going to put him back on acid and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> but this time we're going to put President Snow's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's been, it's been really taxing, but there has been some actual movement, which is like, pretty positive for two weeks only like that's pretty mm-hmm. good um they're sending another team out to district two um which consists of gail Beatty and a few others like the brains to try to figure out how to get get the mountain did you say gail's on the brains team yes <laughs> i fucking hate gail um i don't know if i made that clear um gail and her talk apparently he Gail saw Peta before he left, and all he could think was like selfish thoughts. And he was like, "I'll never be able to compete with that. If Peta doesn't get better, Katniss will never be able to let him go and fully be with Gail." Damn it! Oh no! <laughs> you're mentally ill without me. Oh no! You got tortured until you're mentally insane without me. He's. And I, at least he's honest, I think, is the one good thing I can say about him, is at least he's like, I understand this is selfish, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he's like, this is the way I feel. like. And he also mentions that, like, Katniss will always feel bad, so there's a lot of names I'm going to throw, but you know all of them. Hey, wait, before we get into that, the fun thing about having thoughts... Is you don't have to say them all And you can let them go. Yeah. You can having be like, oh, I should have said that. are not actions. Yeah. It's like when you see somebody and you make like a really fucking mean thing in your head and you're like, that was literally insane that yeah. I just thought that. And then you give it away and you're like, here's a kinder thought. Yeah. No, Gail's just kind of like, Bleh. and he's what, nine, eh, 20 now? Hey, this is really selfish and I probably shouldn't have thought it, but. I'm going to fucking Can say I it. kill Peter now so you'll love me later? Or... 
Um, or do I need to kill your sister? Which, I can do both. Yeah. Like, easy peasy. Um, but Gail's like, Katniss will always feel bad about being with me because Pete is still alive. The same way that she had always felt bad about being with PETA because of Gail. Does that make sense? It Basically, the two of them can't coexist. One of them has to die for her to feel. Does that make cool. sense? Cool. Yeah, they're kids. Um, later in the night, I shortened this chapter up. They have this makeout session in the woods. Oh. Um, but during the makeout session, she just was kind of like thinking out and about. And she gets like... She just loses herself in it, but is thinking the whole time. And so Gail pulls away and he's like, you need to kiss me. And she's like, Aw? and he's like, I want to know what's going on inside your head. And she's like, I don't know. And he like pulls away and he's like, it's like kissing someone who's drunk. It doesn't count, you know, which I get like, she's not into it. Obviously she's just doing it for comfort. Maybe it's, it is cool that, um, he is looking for enthusiastic consent. Always enthusiastic. There's no other type of consent. Yeah. Real consent. It's always enthusiastic. Yes. Um, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, why'd you initiate this? Yeah. Because you know it was him. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> she is in, you know, the middle of a war. Her best friend just got back from being tortured and yeah. hates her now. <laughs> and even if she doesn't love Peter romantically, she does love him. Like, romantic love is not the only kind of love yeah. that a person can feel. Like, it, it also it might not be familial love. What? I just thought, we watched Love Island. Love Island. And so someone on the show did not know what platonic meant. <laughs> He's like, platonic? my repertoire <laughs> i feel like kale is like hey katniss can we go for a chat and katniss is like no no katniss is like what yeah what did you just say to me what? there's a war going on he's like he's pretending he's in the villa no one else <laughs> no is everybody else is at war and he's in the villa baby he's like can we go for chat um she gets kind of weirded out. She's like, what do you mean? Do you know about kissing drunk people? Like, have you kissed somebody else? And he's like, I, I mean, I haven't, but it's not, like, hard to imagine the, like, yeah. withdrawal. And he, he basically goes on to say that, like, you were only 12 when we met. Um, he was 14. And <laughs> That's what you do to me, by the way. <laughs> when I'm like, yeah, I'm. we met her like her freshman year and then you cut me off so yeah. i can't say my sophomore year <laughs> so it sounds like i'm a little weirdo a little pervert um and he's like yeah i've kissed lots of people and she's like she's like when did i get so special and he's like i guess it was like six months before the first games um darius the who got what what are you doing i'd be mac and hose <laughs> darius who's the peacekeeper that um got turned into an avox yeah was like kissing no he was teasing katniss about kissing and gail realized he minded that this teasing was happening even if it was just teasing mm. does that make sense like he was kind of like oh oh shit like don't know so his first romantic feeling was jealousy yeah super good um then we kind of switch to the next um day and they meet an absolutely barbarian, gigantic woman named Lime. L-Y-M-E. I love the name. Hot. 
She is. She's definitely an older woman. And she gives them a tour and they start talking about like how to take the mountain. And Katniss, you know, she kind of zones out. She doesn't really feel, like love this type, type of talk. But she realizes that this woman is a victor from over a generation ago. And all she can think of now after learning what happened to Hamish and Finnick um, and most of the other victors, what this woman went through. Mm. Which I'm like, finally, some like... An interesting character besides the main group. Yeah, but she was like barely talked about. She's played by that one awesome large woman. Hunger Games Lime. You know what segment it is, baby? I already Googled stuff. Googling shit. What's this lady's name? Um, what? Gwen, Gwendoline Christie? Is that the woman for Game of, Game of yeah. Thrones? Okay. And uh, Wednesday, yeah, baby. Yeah, and Wednesday. So, anyways, I thought that was really good character choice. They have really good pickers. I don't... For some reason, I feel like the, the main three that were picked, Katniss, Peta, and... Gail are not my favorite character mm. choices, but everybody else. Everyone else. Every yeah. single other character pick. Oh my god, who played uh, Hamish? Um. Oh, I love him. I I can't. Ju- I just can't think of his name. Hamish. My mom loves him. Hamish Abernathy is played by Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, a fucking king. The yeah. pr- Woman who played Effie Trinket, like awesome. I think even the guy. Can who we played... talk about now? You see me. Where did that come from? He's oh, in, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Uh, like a three-minute talk, yeah. Okay. Now you see me. No. Is the first. Is the first. Yeah. And the next movie is. Now you see me too. Why not? Now you don't. I don't know. It's, and they stopped it's a making two them. part. It's a two part phrase. Yeah. And they didn't use the second part. Yeah. For the second movie. Maybe they were gonna make more. And we we're like, it wouldn't make sense if we had three, but like Divergent, they they stopped. Yeah. Okay. But uh, oh, we're not done. Him, okay. <laughs> Woody Harrelson in that movie when he plays his brother. Like, where he's, uh... I don't think I've seen both of them back to back. Well, in two. He he plays his bro- his twin brother, and okay. it's really fun. He's a good actor. And I think he did a great Hamage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're doing, like, a command gab about how to take this mountain. And finally, Gail, they're all just, like, pissy. And Gail's like, why don't we just disable it? Like, do we have to take it? Like, and everyone's kind of like, oh... I guess not. Like, I guess we never thought of it that way. <laughs> and Gail's, like, he using his innate trapping ability, he sees on this mountain, like, this holographic mountain they've got, that it has avalanche paths. Mm-hmm. So he's like, why don't we just trigger some avalanches, close the entrances in, and it's shut down. And they're kind of like, doesn't that uh, risk killing literally everybody inside? And... Somebody else. Wait, what? Well, somebody else is like, they could still escape through the train tunnel. And Gail's like, no, we should blow that up too. And and it's kind of like, well, this isn't like catching prey for later. Like, 
Gail wants a death trap. Yeah. And I wrote in my notes, fuck Gail. <laughs> Fucking so... What if we sealed them inside and then collapsed it on them? How cool would that be? That'd be pretty cool, I think. I think that'd be really cool. Do you know it's the coolest part? They all die. The children dying, too. There's probably not children in there, but yeah, there's youths or yeah. indentured. So here, so chapter 15, some people are like, okay, yeah, I like that idea. Other people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. I like BD. BD is neutral. And BD goes, the majority of workers are from c- citizens from two. Yeah. They're not capital. And Lime chimes in and she goes, they should at least be able to surrender. And Gail's like, we didn't have that luxury here in 12, but I guess you're much cozier with the capital here in two. Like, kind of a dig. And for a moment, Katniss is like, yeah, let's fucking kill them all. And then she's like, no. They're people. Yeah, she's like, I can't condemn, especially considering, like, the history they have with mine collapses. Yeah. Like, both her and Gail's dad died in a mine. Yeah. The same mine accident. She's like, I can't condemn somebody to death the way Gail is suggesting. Which is insane that, like, her dad died in the mines. Like, that's really a kid's job. Literally, like, kids crave the mine. Yeah, like, get them in there. Literally, as soon as possible. What's what's better than hanging out with your friends in a mine? Nothing. Can't think of one thing. Right? So she tries to rationalize with Gail about reminding him... Like, how a mine accident is scary and how these people would die. And Gail's not fucking backing down. He's like, yeah, that's the point, he's baby. Like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, my fault. Like, blah, blah, blah. And Katniss reminds him that there could be people who are coerced to be in there or people who are spies. And Gail's like, if I was a spy, like, I would sacrifice myself and I would sacrifice a few for the good of the many. Okay, why don't you just go in there, walk in there, suicide bomb them. How about that? How about you do that? Somebody who sees the trolley problem and immediately the one and you're like, okay. (laughs) No, he's like, how do I dress this shit on both tracks? (laughs) True. Um, BD steps in and is like, maybe we should just trigger the avalanches and leave one route open for escape. And they bring coin into the conversation and Gail's like, she's going to be completely on my side. And what? <laughs> a trolley problem. But it's no one's on the track. <laughs> and then a bunch of people are on the tracks. But then there's a loop-de-loop. Yeah. And he's like, oh, let's That's bomb pretty... them. And then <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I can I can figure this out. We bomb them off the track so then the trolley doesn't run off And then anybody. a second bomb comes to get rid of all their, their corpses. <laughs> Yeah, vaporize them so the trolley can get through. Oh, Gail. The trolley's running late. Yeah, it's important. Um, BD is like, okay, but let's remember that we have a population to maintain as a species, which I think um, BD just takes it. Like, I don't think BD's worried about the loss of life. He's just worried about the scientific, Mm -hmm. um, I guess... You need a certain number for not super inbreeding. No, I think N equals 500 is what it usually is for like... Um, I thought it was 850. No, for like bottlenecks and stuff. Mm. You usually, 500 non-related individuals. So yeah, not, but what's the likelihood of that? And where? Love getting 500 non-related individuals. Exactly. That's yeah. why populations tend to die pretty quick when they're having a bottleneck or an island effect. Yeah. So... Everything goes pretty smoothly. Um, Katniss gets dressed up in case, like, an opportunity for a propo pro- arises. Oh, my God. I can't speak today. Dude, you always can't speak when we do our podcast. 
to be fair, I actually can't speak regularly. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, they turn the mountain into a tomb, and Katniss has a really hard time thinking of the chaos. Um, she goes into a panic attack mode, remembering the day her father died, the sirens, and how the whole town showed up to help. The day that music what died. What are you singing? Apple pie. I don't know. American pie. I was like, Wait, what? no, Apple what? Pie? Is that the song name? I don't think so. I'm having a stroke. No. But like a not cool stroke. Like a lame stroke where we don't even have to take you to the hospital because it's not actually a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you look it up? <laughs> Justin's uh, Googling stuff. This is the third segment of Googling stuff. Yeah, it's American Pie. Hamish is in her ear and snaps her out of this um, panic attack she's in. And he, she, he's like, go inside, please, in case they start to retaliate. Boggs tried to comfort her. He's like, don't worry, we didn't bomb the tunnel. But he's like, oh, she's like, that doesn't really do much <laughs> for me. The thing is that, like, also the people from District 2 that, like, joined the, what is it? The rebels. The, yeah. Have friends and family in there. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. And she can hear gunfires as the peacekeepers try to fight their way inside to rescue their comrades, but the rebels hold them back. Boggs goes to get her a blanket since she, you know, she looks cold and he's a sweet guy. And Hamish pops in her ear to say that today something happened with PETA. They showed her the clip of, they showed him the clip of her singing the hanging tree. Are you? Are you? And um, it triggered a memory because the um, Capitol didn't have that footage to, to torture him with. Mm-hmm. So it triggered a memory of her dad singing it when he was like, when Peter was like five or six in the bakery. And apparently it was like one of those times, like he paused to um, listen to the birds sing. So he really like remembered the song in the moment. Mm-hmm. And either way, like he didn't have a bad reaction. He just kind of like went to like a frozen state for a while, which is yeah. a good start. Better, better than trying to kill people. And she's like, "Damn, my dad is everywhere today, dying in the mines, <laughs> working with Peta, singing with Peta." And he's like, "Even in the looks that Boggs gives her," which I was kind of like, "The dead, the dead." Out of nowhere, Cressida comes and puts a fancy microphone on her. Because they want her to give a speech, and they're going to, like, broadcast it everywhere. So that's why they need this fancy mic. And they're going to feed it to her line by line. They're going to do it in front of the old justice building. They just want to, like, discourage people from fighting in the mountain. So she starts, and all of a sudden, two trains come out of the station. and They're armed, and she's the only one, like, out in the area. But, like, they turn lights off so they can't see her. And a young man staggers from the station, injured, with one hand to his wound and another on a gun. And she knows people are going to start shooting at him, but she's like, no, don't. And he, she, like, runs to him, and then he, like, holds her gun up, and she, like, backs up a couple paces. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I didn't think you were going to shoot oh, me. Oh, uh, nope. And Hamish is like, stop moving. And he, the soldier's like, give me one good reason I can't shoot her. And Katniss goes, I can't. And the soldier is equally confused. <laughs> She goes on about how fucked up it is that they fucked their mind up, um, but she's done killing the capital slaves for them. And the man's like, no, I'm not a slave. And Katniss is like, well, I am. She's yeah. like, that's why I did. That's why I killed everybody in the arena. That's why we did this tear mountain. Like, I am. And Hame's just like, keep going. <laughs> keep going. This is, this is great. Yeah. 
He's like, go on and talk about the mountain. And she talks about how the mountain came down and how they have no reason to fight besides the capital. And the man eventually takes the gun off her. And Hamish is still encouraging. He's like, who's the enemy, Candace? Who is it? She's like, the capital's the enemy. And she screams. She's like, join us. And she looks at, like, the screen this is projecting on to see, like, like hope go through the crowd. But instead, she just sees herself get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way they end that chapter. They're like, and instead, I see myself getting shot. We only have, oh, Minnesotans uh, in February. We only have one enemy, snow. It's true. That's that. That is this part in the book. Chapter 16. She remembers the word always. Um, in her, she's drugged. She can I remember hear, the word always, too. <laughs> she can hear the word always. She can hear Peter telling her always, and as she surfaces from the drugs, she remembers the night he took her to bed and slept with her after she broke her heel. And he, she asked him, will you stay with me? And Peter had responded always. And with that, she feels emptiness and also pain in the left side where her, where the bullet hit her. Um, what? Pussy. The man who was, she was talking to was not the one who shot her. It was somebody in the back of the crowd. Um, but as soon as she went down, the bullet started. Um, Joanna Mason is making a comeback. Um, Joanna Mason is her roommate in the hospital. And Katniss is scared of her for how Joanna just demolished her in the arena. But they become like weird kind of friends because Joanna takes her morphling. <laughs> she like pops the um, IV off and pops oh, the I'll thing. Take that, actually. Yeah, she's like, they're weaning me off. And um, considering I almost died for you. I'm gonna take that. And this Katniss, like, she's like, she, or Joanna's like, do you mind? And Katniss is like, of course, like, in her brain, she's like, obviously not. Like, you were almost tortured to death because you saved me. Like, no, I'm, go ahead, take it. Mm-hmm. Um, Joanna is looking a little bit healthier. She's gained weight and has some, like, peach fuzz hair growing back. Fatty. <laughs> do you feel bad? Yeah. <laughs> Good. See, it's what we were talking about, how you have thoughts. And, and you, you don't say yeah, them. Yeah, you don't say them. <laughs> Fatty, fat, fat. <laughs> she, um, despite all this and her demeanor, Katniss can tell she's really struggling because she is taking these medica- like this medication from Katniss. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, maybe the Morphlings had a, the right idea. And stuff like that. Um, she bitches about her doctor because she, she's in therapy now. And he, she's like, my doctor's always telling me how safe I am, which is dumb. She's like, how are you feeling, Katniss? Are you feeling safe? And Katniss is like, well, I did get shot. And Joanna's like, shut up. You were fine. Because, like, of course, they have layers and layers of armor in the suit. I've been shot. I've been shot. And the bullet actually hit her spleen and ruptured it. Oof. And Joanna's like, well, you know, obviously you don't need one. Because if you did, they'd find one for you. Mm-hmm. And Joanna's like, or Katniss is like, is that why you hate me? And Joanna's like, eh, partly, but also because of the, like, stupid, like, Starcrest lovers and defender of the helpless thing. I hated that act, but I hated it even more when I realized it wasn't an act. Yeah. <laughs> um, and at that point, Gail shows up and they talk and he's like, okay, she just got shot. He's shot like, without, without me. me. He's like, you must think I'm heartless. And she's like, I know you're not. And um, he, she's like, I know you're not, but I still like, I don't think it's okay. And he's impatient. 
Um, he wants to know what the difference is, was between when they attacked District 2, the mountain, versus when they attacked the Capitol fighter, fighter jets in District 8. Does that make sense what I just said? Did you said? skip a sentence? No. He's so, asking her a question. He says, what is the difference between when we attacked and killed people in District 2 versus District 8? Well, one was actively attacking you. That's what she said. She's like, well, we were being attacked in 8. And he says that by taking out the hover planes in District 2, they are preventing future attacks. And she's like, if you want to use that logic, you could justify killing anyone at any time. Yeah. So they just hey, decide to disagree. Hey, if I start torturing this guy, he'll probably kill my family. So I just kill him, too. Probably just kill him. Yeah. But they just decide to disagree. Agree to disagree. About Which, ethics? <laughs> About, like, a major major ethical It's like how, are, how like issue? people are like, I'm like a Democrat, but my husband's a Trumpster. And it's like, well, then you're... That's not an agree to disagree type of point. No. There are some things that, like, you could definitely agree to disagree on. It's like one side cares about human rights. Yeah. And then there's Gail. Yeah, that wants to kill innocent civilians. Yeah. I oh, he wants to kill innocent oh, civilians. Oh, God, he cannot <laughs> wait to kill innocent civilians. <laughs> Gail, when he sees an uh, innocent civilian. civilian. <laughs> <laughs> um... She also learns that apparently after she was shot, um, the workers from two just turned on the Capitol soldiers and the rebels just sat by and watched them all like fight, which is so dumb. And she expects a while to like take in a minute to rehabilitate, but they're like, fuck no, you're, you are up and moving. You're taking propos, you're walking above ground. And eventually one day during her recovery journey, she is given an update by Pluchart. Um, they have all the districts. Um, districts 1 through 13 are now in uh, District 13's hands. What does Capital 1 do? District 1. District 1, what do they um, do? I think they're like luxury goods. District 1. Gucci, Louis. Gucci, Louis. District 1. Ribano. What am I thinking? What's the word? Export? X. Yeah, that's a good one. Just stare. Yeah, the well, the luxuries like jewels and gems and stuff like that, and also child soldiers. No, just well, yes, <laughs> but no. Um, so the capital is now completely cut off from anything they need, and they're taking like a breather. They're taking like a fiver. They're gonna reorganize, fortify things, take a five. And he tells her that the capital won't be able to sustain themselves the way the districts do. Because the districts were there to bring them. He uses this fancy Latin phrase, but it's bread and circuses. Mm -hmm. So now they have, you know, the food they have on hand. Nothing's coming in. And Pluchart, he's like, for the circuses, I will set up a wedding to entertain them. And for a moment, Katniss is like physically ill. Pluchart is going to force her and Peter to get married. And Pluchart is quick like, no, no, no. Not you guys. Sorry. Uh, Finnick and Annie are going to consent to get married. And Katniss is like, oh, well, I won't even have to pretend to be happy for that. <laughs> nice. Um, the next few days is like wedding planning. And there's a lot of compromise because Coin's like, well, a wedding is just signing a piece of paper and getting a new compartment. And Pluchart's like, no, a wedding is a three-day celebration with over a thousand guests. And they're like... I think we will need to compromise on this situation. Can we tell a fun story about our wedding? What about it? So we got married in the middle of COVID. Mm -hmm. 
On purpose. Um, yeah, we don't like people. <laughs> Sorry. But we um, had just like our direct, direct family. Yeah. Um, and then we live streamed. Mm-hmm. You remember what my grandma said about our wedding? Yeah. She said it was too long. The service was nine minutes. Full, yeah, from us walking out to... And that's it? To cutting the stream nine minutes. Nine minutes. It was perfect. Too long. <sighs> so, compromise. But everyone is excited for this wedding, even the residents of District 13 who rarely get to partay. Um... When the function has saw? When the function has literally anything besides slop and gray outfits? Am I right? When the function doesn't have slop? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Katniss takes Annie back to her house to pick out a wedding dress because she still got like all this old crap from her days, I guess. And um, during this time, this is like Katniss's first real time with Annie alone. She realizes Annie's not mad. She's just unstable. And I guess that's a different thing. Wait, what What do they think? Do what did she think she was mad about? Like, like mad, like insane. Oh. <laughs> Annie's so mad. <laughs> why, why, why is she mad? Um, she just, like, laughs at odd places. She, like, drops out of the convo. Stares at something or someone for no reason, and Katniss decides that as long as Finnick loves her, she will too. And Bro, I'm like, I do all of those things. I know you're you're unstable. Ugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, she brings her prep team to this endeavor too. She's so unstable. She like breathes and eats and talks and shit. That's literally so insane. How does she survive? I don't know. Um. Where was I? She brings her prep team who drop on the floor when they see the gowns because Sinna's presence is so, like, heavy in there. But also, they're like, um, it's been so long since I've seen anything beautiful. And even though it is... Bro, I'm standing right here. Um, the wedding is great, even though it's kind of, like, a strange thing. The fact that, like, Kat, or the fact that Finnick and Annie are both beautiful and love each other so much makes the wedding, like, really great. She doesn't dance until Joanna, like, pokes her in the side and is like, are you going to miss out on a chance for Snow to see you happy and dancing? <laughs> what? Stabs her in the side. <laughs> and Katniss is like, that's actually a great point. I will look happy and dancing. So she dances with Prim. And they do, like, a couple of, like, District 4 traditions during their wedding. And then a cake comes out, an incredibly done one. And she realizes that Peta must have done this cake. Oh, little pita bread. Yeah, pita cake. Oh. Not bread. And Hamish takes her out for a walk. She's like, how's pita? <laughs> Come on, let's go for a walk. Come on! And he says they don't really know because sometimes he's just like completely rational. And then sometimes he's not. But he's been working on the cake and it seems to be helping him like a little bit of therapy. Yeah, could be the torture, but... Oh, yeah. And Hamish is like, I even got to talk to him and he didn't go crazy. And then she, they're like, we want you to talk to him. So she goes in and he's like fully restrained. But Peta is like, she's like, hey. And Peta's like, I just wanted to take a look at you. And he's a total dick. I love this. He's like, you're not like big or pretty. And then she like gets kind of pissy at him. He's like, oh, and not even remotely nice. <laughs> and she's like, he, really, she gets ready to leave. And Peta goes, I remember about the bread. 
and they talk about the story and he's like i must have loved you a lot and she's like you did he's like and he's like did you love me she's like everyone says i did and he's like well that's not really an answer yeah and he's like what about when we kissed um she's like you kissed gail at the same time and Peta's like wow aren't you a piece of work and she gets peeved because now she feels like Peta can see who she really is and she hates him for that yeah like she he can see all the bad things because like remember when we were in therapy and all of a sudden i wasn't perfect like i thought i was in your eyes and vice versa you know what i mean mm. and it's like that's not a bad thing you're allowed to see the bad bits of your partner yeah but now katniss has she only had like one person who saw who didn't see these in her and now they do Justin is holding one of our cats hostage. Reading held hostage, cat held hostage. She's the hostage this episode. Let her go. Free to kitty. Okay. Chapter 17. She's pissed. She is not going to go to the capital for the fight. For the invasion is what they're calling it. But they're going to allow her to be there for the surrender. Cool. And she knows Gail is going to go because apparently he's been training every day. <laughs> Following his schedule, training every day. <laughs> it's the, like, they have the paper targets where it's a bad guy holding the hostage and it's just headshots on, yeah, the hostage. on the hostage. He goes like, kick, 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 um, Boggs, Plutchart, those in command tell her that she's she can't go. Um, and then she like talks him down and, she, and they're like, fine, you have three weeks to train. And if you prove yourself, then you can go. And Joanna Jones joins into her training and they're kind of like this weird ally situation ship again. Ally. Ally. Material girl. I don't know why that just, the way we said it made me think of that. Um, every morning they train and at first they're pulled into a class of like 14, 15 year olds and they're like, oh my fucking God, like we're way better than this. And then they start doing like stretching and exercising and running and she's like, <gasps> she's like, this sucks. But she also has like some bruised ribs. So like running is like obviously pretty hard right now. Just don't. Just do it, pussy. Like yeah. I, I could. Just run. I'm running right now. Well, we record the podcast. Wow, it's crazy how you can do that silently and not drink out of a cup silently. So silent now, okay? I got my favorite straw back. I am going to tell you where it was, and you're going to be grossed out. Don't. Oh, God. It was in the grass outside because I dropped it on the ground last year mowing, and I haven't gotten it back till recently, okay? Which, Which backyard, front yard? front yard okay that's a little bit better because the dogs aren't back there um so the doctors she gets uh the trainer is named soldier york and gives her doctor's note they have like this weird fast healing potion shit like needles i don't fucking know basically she's in a shit ton of pain healing rapidly but joanna's like get up and they motivate each other because joanna's going through withdrawals of the morphling while katniss is going through this treatment and one day they go outside, and Joanna just, like, freaks the fuck out when she realizes it's raining. She, like, steps into the water as a, as if it is acid. And Katniss is like, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But she practices with a gun, and she has, like, the best scores in the class. She's like, it takes me a minute to, like, get the angles proper. But afterwards, she's like, got it. Um... And Joanna's like, we need to not, like, Joanna's like a fucking rock star. Joanna's like, we can't live in the hospital. They only see us as patients. And so she's trying to, like, get out. Like, Katniss can just go to her mom and 
sister's compartment. But Joanna's like, let me out. And the doctors are like, no, like you're too unstable to live by yourself. And so Katniss is like, I'll live with you. Yeah. While Joanna and Katniss are living together, Joanna opens a drawer of Katniss's because they have like assigned drawers and everything. And she sees like all of Katniss's keepsakes, like the what her keepsakes, her stash of the spile and the pearl and stuff like that. And she went into her sock drawer and found these okay, items. We're done. <laughs> and Joanna's like, oh, sorry. Katniss is like, don't. Don't be. You can, like, look through it. And they do. And, jo- again, Joanna doesn't have anybody she loves. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have anything she loves. So Joanna's very, like, interested in these things. And they talk about PETA. And Katniss is like, yeah, he's he's not the same. And Joanna's like, yeah, fucking duh. None of us are. Fuck. And, like, Joanna's kind of like. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, Joanna doesn't let Katniss be, like, a dumb bitch. Like, yeah. she's like, yeah, duh. Yeah. Like, literally, duh. Yeah. So, um, they keep going on their training, and by the end of the first week, they get a compliment from Soldier York, the person who leads um, their training, mm-hmm. and they joke about how winning the game was easier than getting that compliment, <laughs> which I think is funny. Um, at lunch, they sit on a table with Gail, Deli. Do you remember who Deli is? The merchant girl. Oh, um... That PETA is talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. Annie and Finnick. But just kind of for the audience. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, and Finnick has finally begun, like, radiating life, is the way Katniss describes it, after his marriage to Annie. And he, like, never lets go of Annie's hand. Like, Katniss is like, I'm pretty sure he'll die connected to her hand. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Stop. <laughs> he doesn't. Deli becomes one of Katniss's friends. Um, she doesn't gossip and she works with Peta and is overall a pretty sweet girl. And, you know, they're just like having like a good like moment. Like all of them are laughing and talking and hanging out. And then they're having a good time until he's there. Peta, just right there. He's here with two guards and he's shackled up and he, they're like, hey, Peta. Peter's like, hey. Hey, guys. They're like, are you sitting here? He's like, no, I can't do anything without your permission. And Joanna's like, sit down, buddy. You and me are tight. Remember joining se- uh, joining cells in the Capitol? I could hear you scream. And everyone's like, total moon dampened. Except for Joanna. Yeah. And um, Annie covers her ears at this and exits reality is what Katniss says. And I <laughs> wish I could do that. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh. and joanna is like what like i'm not supposed to censor my thoughts it's part of my therapy and i love the way like joanna talks like this because she's saying it as a joke but ultimately like her therapy does help her through all this which i think is sweet um deli kind of brings it back around and she's like hey annie like did you know Peta did your wedding cake and annie's like oh thanks Peta's like yep and Finnick and Annie leave and Deli like talks to Peta, but Peta ends up like kind of in a little fight with Katniss. They just have a scuffle. Um, but Joanna, <laughs> less aggressive than that, well, but okay. still pretty mean. Um, and 
they leave, and Gail is, like, shocked by PETA's change, because he's like, this is the first time I've actually seen PETA. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this type of hate is familiar. Why do you think this hate is familiar for Gail? Um, is it because he doesn't regulate any of his emotions? No. Um, is kind of the worst person in the book? No. Um... Getting close. Kind of a piece of shit. There it is. So he says that the hate that PETA is expressing is familiar to him because it's the same type of hate he felt watching Katniss kiss PETA on screen during the games. Cool. You know, you know the torture hate that you get from being tortured? It's the same as when I was jealous that the girl I loved and didn't tell I loved who was trying to survive... Kissed Kissed. a boy. What the heck? Girl. That's not allowed. And Katniss is like, Peter can finally see me who for... Can finally see me for who I really am. And Gail's like, that's literally dumb. Um... Joanna pops out and is like, you guys missed Deli going off on Peta. It was great. And then, like, Deli was, like, squeaking like a mouse. And then Peta started arguing like he was two different people. And the guards took him away. And she's like, I got to finish his stew. Because <laughs> Joanna's just living in free her own stew, fucking world. Free stew. And as she pats her belly, Katniss sees, like, her dirty fingernails. She's like, do people in that district ever fucking shower? Like, ew. Um... And at night, Katniss asked Joanna, could you really hear him scream? And she says, yes. And it was like the Jabber Jays in the arena, only real, and it didn't stop. And then she goes, tick-tock. And Katniss goes, tick-tock. And then she sleeps and has horrible nightmares. Cool. I'm just thinking, so they have these compartments. And Katniss is only in a compartment with her mom and sister. And then eventually Joanna. And they're kind of like bunk bed style, like in a um, cruise cabin. Yeah. How do parents make baby? Because you're in the same room with your kid? Or do you think they have a family style suite? Or do you think they just do They have a fuck room. Or they have artificial insemination. They have a fuck room that you fuck in. No. It's like dedicated. (laughs) Dedicated fuck room. Chapter 18, I should not have brought this question up. She is training... um, with a vengeance, and eventually she's in... It's on level 69. <laughs> they're in this thing called the block, which is like a combat simulation of like a real block of combat. Yeah. And um, they film some propos... <laughs> Room 420 on level 69. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm cracking myself up right now. They film some propos of them training. They're like preparing for the rebel... Um, Invasion of the capital. And then one day, he's there again. It's PETA. He's unshackled, but he still has guards. Hey, guys. And Pluto's like, chill, girl, chill. Like, it's just for the cameras. He's like, you know, maybe you guys could, like, look happy together. And Katniss is like, you're done. <laughs> maybe you could kiss in front of me. Literally. Pluto, and Pl- again, Pluto can see the, the forest, but not the trees. And Katniss is like, I see the trees. Shut the fuck up. Just trees right now, dog. <laughs> um... They get to take the exam, and the exam is designated, designed to target each person's weakness. Joanna goes ahead of her, and when Katniss goes, she fights, so, our cats are running. She basically is fighting, and then she gets an order to, like, drop and not hit something. And she's like, fuck that, I'm gonna hit that. And then she's like, wait a second. That's... That's what they're That's testing That's what District 13 me. would think my biggest weakness is, is not being able to listen to orders. Yeah. So she follows the orders and she passes. 
And she gets to join this um, special unit of sharpshooters, which includes Gail, Finnick, and five others that she doesn't know yet. Um, what is Finnick shooting? His trident. Trident. He shoots little tridents out of his trident. That's they his thing. call it a sharpshooting unit, but really it's just the pretty boys for the propos. Oh, okay. So she thinks she's going to be in combat. Like, she's being assigned a group, a unit for combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and here she learns about pods, which are different weapons that the capital has around the ca- the capital has around the capital, primed to attack and kill. Um, and they can produce anything such as a mutt, a bomb, pretty much anything for death. Plutarch's like, I even designed a few myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Finnick and Katniss look at each other and realize, like, they have a moment where they're like, this is a new game. And Finnick goes, ladies and gentlemen, and Katniss fucking screams. She's like, let the 76 Hunger Games begin. But then she's like, <laughs> and like laughs it off so that no one thinks she's going crazy. Yeah. And then Finnick and her are like, why did we, why did we even have to fucking train for this? And yeah. Plusher's like, trust me, uh, that did cross my mind, but you still have to train. Hey, uh, it's harder there. Yeah. <laughs> and... Then that stuff is not for entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, true. It's a lot more. I don't know. Fucking lethal. Yeah. They pretend to listen to this like talk bit, and Finnick and her talk afterwards, and they're like, "We can't tell our loved ones because it's not going to be like last time they were in a game because this time Sto- Snow is a player too." And at this point, she learns that Joanna is in the hospital and not in a different unit as expected. Uh, Apparently in the exam, they flooded the street. And this is so fucked up. In the Capitol, they used water and electric shock on her. So she had a PTSD flashback in the exam. But can we just say that that's not a weakness? That's a PTSD issue. Yeah, that's a mental illness. Yeah. Oh, your weakness is that you're a pussy from your torture. You're a bitch. It's <laughs> literally what they did. Your weakness is uh, you're a silly little bitch. Literally. And Katniss realizes this must be why she doesn't clean herself in the showers. And why, like, getting in rain that one time was, like, literally stepping in acid. Yeah. So Finnick and Katniss talk to her as they are like as close to family as they're going to be. And Plitchard's like, or Hamish is like, Plitchard will be disappointed as he wanted as many young and attractive victors as possible in their unit. So before Katniss goes to see Joanna, she does one of the absolute kindest things she has done to date in the books. And she gets a bit of cloth, goes into the woods and gets some pine needles from a tree and makes a little bundle for Joanna and um, she hands it to her and Joanna's like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, smell it. And Joanna smells it. And she's like, it smells like home. And Katniss is like, it's something you can put in your drawer. So she has family and friends now. Aww. Isn't that kind of like, that's just genuinely like a kind thing from Katniss. Yeah. That didn't come from like the need to protect anyone. Like when she volunteered for Prim, mm-hmm. it was just innate kindness. Finally. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a nice thing I could do. Yeah, it wasn't out like out of a need of desperation or like having to learn how to do something to survive. It was just like, I am being kind. Yeah. And before she leaves, Joanna grabs her arm ferociously and is like, you have to kill him. Promise on her on your family's life. And she does. And Joanna like falls asleep with the little bundle right on her nose. And I'm like, oh, oh. 
Um, okay. The, we're, we're getting close to the end. The next few days is a blur of training and moving around. Finnick gets a special trident that comes back to him, like a Minecraft trident. Loyalty three on that bitch? Uh-huh. Oh. And she ends up learning the names of her other team members. There is Jackson, who's a middle-aged woman and is Boggs' second-in-command. There are two sisters in their 20s named League 1 and League 2. She does not bother to learn their names. Cool. But the difference is that League 1 has some weird fucking flex in her eyes. Got weird flex. (laughs) She also learns uh, the name of the two older guys are Mitchell and Holmes. Um, Oh my god, they got Sherlock Holmes for this? Can you believe it? Um, they're a group of sharpshooters and they're like really good. Like they practice and you know, they're like really good at shooting shit. And Katniss is, excuse me, Katniss is disappointed to learn that they're going to be the on screen face of the invasion. They'll have the camera crew and they'll be traveling like days behind the main lines and everyone's pissed, but like, they're kind of like, this is how you'll be useful. They ship out, and she says goodbye to her family. She tells Prim she'll be... She feels a lot better knowing Prim will be somewhere that snow cannot get to her. Gulp. (laughs) She decides not to say bye to Peta, but does take the pearl he gave her in the second game as a token. They pitch up in the rebel camp, and, you know, just... They're kind of fucking bored. They're just taking videos. And it's a few days later, and she's busy thinking about how she's going to get to snow. She needs a hollow, which is the device the commanders have that show all the pods that they know of, but it's voice commands and voice commanded, and you can't get it unless a commander gives it to you. Yeah. So they're just going about their business, and then one morning, League Two hits a pod that's been mislabeled, and instead of, it was something like flooding, um, it's spikes just thrown, and one is thrown into her face, and she dies. (laughs) nice but Pluchart promises a speedy replacement and it is PETA with no manacles no guards and Boggs is furious and goes to make some calls what but PETA says that it's not going to work because the president assigned him herself and Katniss realizes at this point that Coin President Coin has also decided that Katniss is more is of more use dead than alive and that's where we'll end it what do you think yeah. It's ramping up. It's it's We're starting to get to some action. Which is going to be harder for me to make jokes about dumb shit. <laughs> you, barely, you didn't talk that much this time around. I did not. But it's Monday. We're recording this on a Monday. And then I have to edit this. and. But we're going to play Stardew. Yeah. Please play Stardew with me. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? We have the... Um, TikTok voting. I'm, I'm doing the close. I'm closing. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll close. Go ahead. Um, yeah, we're doing the TikTok uh, survey on what our next book will be. It's over Golden Compass or Divergent. Divergent and Shadow and Bone. Okay. Divergent and Shadow and Bone. Divergent. Will... Say it right. Divergent. Divergent. Yeah, Divergent. Um, <laughs> so Divergent and Shadow and Bones, whatever winner, it will go and face off Golden Compass. And that's the uh, series we'll do after Hunger Games. Uh, that is on our TikTok. It's, ju- it's just at Reading Held Hostage, right? Yeah. And under what? It's under uh, on Spotify too. Oh yeah, I forgot what. Oh, <gasps> what if what if Maximum Ride won? 
It because didn't, of Spotify. Though. I already looked. It didn't. How many votes did we get on Spotify? Zero. Fuck. Guys. Go somehow. Tell us. Email us. Right. Do a uh, no. We're not doing maximum. Uh, right. What is it? You're you you're butchering the ending. Okay. Keep going. Well, uh, yeah. TikTok at Reading Held Hostage. Follow us there. That will probably be the easiest place to get more rapid news than each podcast. Unless uh, the government bans them. Oh no, not the government. <laughs> um, what is um, five stars? Five stars, five or zero. Yes. Yeah. Preferably five. Yeah. Preferably five. Where? Everywhere. (laughs) All places. (laughs) I feel like I'm fucking killing it. I don't know what your problem is. You let me know how you feel when you listen to it back on Spotify or Apple, please. And you can subscribe to us on YouTube. And ring that freaking bell. Ring that freaking bell. Hit that freaking subscribe button and vote on our next book. Is that it, Justin? Because you were doing the ending. Yeah. I'm Justin. I don't like to read. Uh, And I'm... Fuck, that feels weird. And I'm blue, and I love to read. (laughs) 